Lord, we don't need another meadow. There are cornfields and wheat fields enough to grow. There are sunbeams and moonbeams enough to shine. Her radio, young person's radio. Opening for this show ever. My guest is on his way, and I've got a stall till he gets here. Every, every, every minute. Guys, this is Young Persons Radio. I'm your host, Colby Smith. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. You're listening to Talk Show Sunday, which kicked off at 9 a.m. with the new show, Fifth and Long Sports Show. This is a comedy talk show. You can give us a call at 718-928-9732 at any time during the show. That's 718-928-9732. John Hudson is my guest. He is here. He is at the door. And I'm going to go get him soon because the security guard in this building is missing. And we all got to look out for each other. So in the meantime, while we set up here for a few minutes, this is the benefit of doing it live, people. This ain't no podcast. Let's go okay? tell people only you might be uh, You might be listening to this as a podcast, which I assume most people do, because this is the, uh, the on-demand, schedule-free world that we live in now. But this is a live show, and this is what you get, people. This is that magic that cannot be captured in, uh, in the, uh, the, what, this, the, the, the Earwolf Studios. Forever Dog Productions. We're going out live. Here's Bill Withers. We'll be right back. When I wake up in the morning, love. Come in. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, it's Colby. You have a nasty habit of surviving. You know what they say about the fittest? start to the show now good morning what's up it's easter it's passover and if you thought for a second that i would start this show young persons radio here on radio free brooklyn hosted by me colby smith on a day that john hudson is here without playing the franz ferdinand intro you'd be dead wrong my friend and i would say to you that just like a homeless guy said to me on the street walking to the studio minutes ago you disrespect my game I will not ask permission to kick your grandmother in the head. Under normal circumstances, I would. But you disrespect my game. Coming for your grandma. John, let's get you on the mic. 
Don't come after my grandma, Colby. Well, disrespect my game. I got no choice. Well, I, sometimes I have no choice but to st- disrespect your game, so we're at an impasse, <laughs> but we'll see how that goes. You just wait. How are you, John? I'm good. Thanks for having we're me all, on. We're all out of sorts this morning, but I it's feel so out like... Of sorts. I feel like... Oh, my God. I feel like, uh, uh, you know, once we get rolling... Oh. I'm literally signing into the studio right now. Like, oh, God. That's just a little something called rock and roll. That's right. Yeah. So, you, John, you're, you're, are you celebrating today? Uh, I celebrated Passover the last yes. two days. Yes. Uh, well, really just yesterday. I missed the first night of Passover. Yeah. But, uh, no, Easter is not one that I observe, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to all the Easter heads. <laughs> the Easter heads. Yeah, I never, I, I never, well, it was you never mean for the peeps? me. You mean the, the peeps. peeps? All the peeps, all the marshmallow peeps. How do you peeps. feel about marshmallow peeps? Used to love them as a young Jewish boy growing up. Obviously, they were not a staple in my household, but... Was it like forbidden fruit? A little bit, yeah. 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 Because yeah. it, it's, it's the most goyish thing you can get, <laughs> the peeps. I, as far as candies go, it may be, it may be is. Yeah. Because even like, a, a, like an egg, like an Easter egg is still just like chocolate. Right, you know? and it's like adjacent to the Kinder Egg. But I had a perverse fantasy the other day when I walked by Dunkin' Donuts, and yeah. now they're doing the Peep Donut, which is a frosted donut with a peep on the top. Sure. And I, I look at it, and it looks disgusting. It does it, look bad. But part of, <laughs> part of me wants it. Part of me wants to try it. <laughs> I want that Peep Donut. The Peep Donut. Yeah. I mean, Dunkin' Donuts uh, uh, doing seasonal donuts, I, I, uh, I'm I here for it's it. It's fun. They have a lot of fun over there. They <laughs> They're doing all sorts of little, little donuts, goofy snacks. Fun place to work. Yeah. Well, what are they going to bring out this month? Ooh, this one's cute. This is a cute. Where deep. do you fall on the? All right, you got your big coffee chains. Sure. You got your Dunkin'. You got your Starbucks. The big two. Yeah. Are there any others I'm missing? Those uh, are the biggest. You got your secondary ones. Places well, sure. like Pret, uh, which I would say barely counts as a coffee place. Really, yeah, they're yeah. they're primary. They happen thing to is have the snacks. Coffee. Yeah. 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 And then there's like Pete's Coffee. Sure, sure. Again, pretty, pretty The Bean. Rare. We have the bean, the bean here. Yep, very true. The Bean there's is a, a couple beans. popular New York spot. But yeah, Starbucks and Dunkin' are the the big two. I guess you could throw Tim Hortons in there if you're going international. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Costa We're going Coffee North America. if you're going to London. <laughs> We're going to stick with North America. Sure. <laughs> so you want me to, yeah, to pick? Let's say they're all on the same block next to each other. Which Oof. And you've got, you've got time to kill. I think it depends on what I'm looking for. Uh, if I just just want a coffee, I'm probably going to Starbucks because oh I'm a fancy God. boy and I like a fancy drink. Sure. But if I want like a morning snack, I'm more likely to get a bagel or a donut from a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm. Unless I want a breakfast sandwich, in which case, yeah, I'll go to Starbucks. Oh, yeah. You like the food at Starbucks? The breakfast sandwiches are very good and cheap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what I don't like there is those, you get, they're like little... It's like egg and bacon together in these like little pods. Oh, yeah. It's those like look a, weird. It's like a Tide Pod with egg and bacon in it. Have you eaten it? Yeah. It's bad? It's bad. It looks bad. Not I've good. never ordered it. I it's know. It's not good. My, my, my tummy knows. <laughs> I can well, tell. Well, this is, this is just like a good example of how I go through the world, which is I ordered a bacon and egg sandwich, and what I got was those little pods, and I thought, well, I can't say anything. Yeah. Oh, I did this that. Is on, just those little, those little uh, uh, things that I do that make me me. Oh, totally. It's it's so uncomfortable to ask for anything. I was on a flight and I ordered a cranberry apple juice 
and they gave me just apple juice. Ugh. And I didn't say anything. And the other attendant <laughs> was like, didn't you order cranberry apple juice? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. I, I, this one's good. <laughs> but they, then they gave me a full can of cranberry and they yeah, said so you can make your like, own. They don't care at the end of it. I feel like I always forget this. It's just like <laughs> their, their day is not ruined at all. It's super easy. Ugh, stupid. John. John. <laughs> 718-928-9732 is our number. That's 718-928-9732. And before we go any further, I just want to say, last night... I saw what at Baby's All Right. That's right, the Hell Trap Nightmare Tour. Comedian Sarah Sherman, aka Sarah Squirm, on Twitter. Are you familiar? I'm familiar. I know you're a big fan. I'm a big fan. The tour rolled through New York last night, baby, and well, I saw the show, and it was great. It was everything you wanted. It really, you know, it was interesting to see how they structure it because it really is just kind of just like her her hodgepodge of uh, uh, Chicago like sketch folks rolling through town, um, and uh, it was great. It was fun. That's just cool. Bit after bit, I missed out. I went to a seder, so yes, yeah. Again, Passover. Yeah, there were no. Uh, there were. I will say this: at one point, she said, "How many Jews are in the audience?" Big cheer. Yeah. A lot of people not nice. observing. Well, it was night two of Passover, which is <laughs> well, famously the second most important <laughs> night of Passover. <laughs> Coming right after the first night. Right. If yeah. we had to rank the nights, <laughs> it would go like that. First and second. Well, what's going on with you? Sure. Well, my eyes swollen. Yeah. Um, had a contact situation a few days ago that irritated oh, yeah? my eyelid, and now it's made me look uh, strange. Well, let me ask you this. Did you disrespect someone's game? Mm, probably I did. I did. You know what? I definitely did. Yeah. Mm. Uh, no, I just, uh, well, Colby, I just came back from being out of town. Yes. And uh, the reason why was I was out in Salt Lake City doing a fencing tournament. Yeah. Um, which went uh, not so hot. Not so hot. I got smoked by some teens. <laughs> I'll be honest. First round, knocked out by some teens. Lost in my first direct elimination battle. Oh, for my both, God. both days I competed. But the first day, my seating was really good at least, and mm. I lost to another adult. So oh. I felt okay about it. That's at least But these fair, kids are good, man. Fight. They're so fast. <laughs> and they're so they're so intense. They're so jacked up. Uh, they're just like screaming in front of their parents. And yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't bring this level of So energy. we should explain to the listeners how this comes about. The fact that you sword fight teenagers in Salt yeah. Lake City. <laughs> Yeah, that is a good thing to explain, I guess. Well, in the sport of fencing... I know it. Yeah. But for them... For sure. Yeah, in the sport of fencing, uh, competitions are pretty open. It's based on skill level rather than age. And the peak skill age for fencing is like 14 to 20. Yeah. Because once you get to college, once you get a real job, it's an expensive sport to do. And when mom and dad aren't paying for it, it's a lot harder to, to make the commitment. But... Uh, so yeah, I end up competing against these teenagers who yeah. have probably hundreds of more hours of fencing on their legs than me, and they're really good. Uh huh. And it sucks, you know, because they're behind a mask and everything. You can't really see them, right? Do you know they're a teen still, or yeah. is it like they take off the mask and it's like the in the movie when it's like a, the biker takes yeah. off his helmet and it's a woman? Yeah. What? <laughs> what? You were a teen? <laughs> the whole time. And you kicked my ass. No, you know in advance. You see their face in okay. advance. But okay. it would be cool to do to blind fencing. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. You could do some celebrity cameos there. Yeah. Take it off. Will Smith? 
<laughs> it'll be like celebrity uh deathmatch yeah that classic this show. is okay so this is the new show this is the updated celebrity yes. deathmatch for the 21st century yeah which is blind fencing and you have to get like a, an audience member has to guess which celebrities are based on their style of fight you just yawn it's like you the masked it's the master <laughs> the masked singer the masked of, singer uh, but fencing yeah 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 take that uh uh les moonvez <laughs> Is, is is he still the guy there? So, yeah, I think he's well. The guy. No, he got uh, he got ousted. He, he, um, he can he's got soft power. He can get this through. Yeah, he can push well, this project true. His through. His name probably means a lot there still. Unfortunately, yeah, that's tragic. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sucks. Huh? <laughs> These systems are hard to overturn, but we're doing it however we can. Fighting the good fight. So speaking of uh, Les Moonves, uh, our industry, John. Is under attack right now. The comedy industry. Yes, show business is under attack. Upheaval is the word of the day. By the... Well, where do I begin? Sure. Uh, all these writers firing their agents? Crazy. I mean, uh, uh, what is this, freaking MI6 over here? It makes me think there's an episode of uh, Entourage. <laughs> all this Should we... <laughs> turnover going on. Yeah, yeah. But... So he's right. So yeah, for people who don't know, this is the, the most boring. You remember a couple years, or several years ago now, when like the writers went on strike and then like all the TV shows stopped, and how exciting that was. Oh yeah, this is like the worst, like showbiz story that's unfolding. It's just like a a, a legal battle between a guild and several agencies. It, I feel like it's the most alienating thing. I like see people on Twitter like talking about it, just like that, like. The coverage of this is biased in favor of the agencies. And then they're just like getting all mad. And it's like, look, I get it's affecting your livelihood here, but this is not something that like your fans are going to uh, rally behind no. you on. I it's think. so complicated. I, yeah, every time I see information about it, my brain just shuts off. I, like, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. pay attention. I to have this. tried repeatedly to read articles about it and have not finished a single one. But I think that might say more about me than it does. The articles. No, I, I think the articles are to blame for sure. And, and what's lucky, though, is that this is only going to affect kind of the the rung of writers and creators who are not very talented. <laughs> and that for people like us, we're going to we're going to be fine. We're going to float above the muck yeah. because yeah. Uh, talent <laughs> is undeniable, baby. So on that note, did you see this thing that the guy there was like the first quote unquote big name writer to break with the guild and say, I'm not firing my agent. I don't agree with the guild on this. Was the guy who created the slap that NBC drama from a couple years ago. I think that's great. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that guy needs his agent (laughs) more than anyone. Got another uh, assault based (laughs) drama going on network. Oh, there's one other person who, who the other day, He's he was like a nobody, but wrote a letter to his agents that was like a satire about um, not firing his agents and mm-hmm. was like shitting on the ones who were. But it was really poorly written and not very funny. Yeah, it's like, well, if you're gonna talk about how you're better than all the other writers, your writing has to be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It wasn't <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so we've got that going on. We've got this Mel Magazine piece, this Miles Klee p- uh, piece about late night. You see this thing? I heard about it. People are talking. Yeah. This report, this uh, uh, article that cites 
uh, one writer currently working in late night about how corrupt late night is. Whoa. Late night's corrupt. I support it though. I support the article. I stand with miles. Stand with miles. I'll generally stand with the journalist. Well, the whole thing is just basically like, uh, the, it's like the corporate nature of it. Like at the end of the day, these late night shows are just kind of spokespeople for the giant corporation and like executives have to okay everything that gets on the air, which is why like, uh, more left politics uh, are not getting through, and uh, you can't like experiment comedically at all. You can't make the show like weird. Uh, um, but uh, you know, all of this stuff is old, yeah. old ancient, ancient. And then I, I almost kind of get that where it's like you have to make a comedy show for broadly America. That's what people have been saying about yeah. it too. Is like at the end, of, like it's not just for you know people in. New York, uh, who have read all this stuff anyway, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes, uh, there are people who live other places that are like, they can't wait to hear Stephen Colbert make fun of Trump in the, in the monologue. It's their favorite you know? thing. It feels hack to us. Sure. Is it lame at the end of the day? Yes. Toothless? Yes. But <laughs> for s- some people love it. And that's great. And that's great. And that's, that's better than the alternative. <laughs> and who are we to judge other than two comedians at the top of their game who, through years of honing our craft, have earned the right to look down on things we disagree with? Exactly. Exactly. So now that we've established uh, uh, the, the, the tumultuous state of the industry. Che's been going off? Che- oh, my God. Michael <laughs> anyway. Che. Michael Che, yeah. Well, bad guy. It's a bad guy, man. Yeah, he does bad posts about harassing journalists. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Uh, that's rough. Um, so there's this thing going on, the WGA staffing boost on Twitter, which is uh, people being like, hey, give, give, give me a good reason to uh, get a, have a showrunner give you a chance, and we'll give you a little, a little staffing boost. And I thought, well, there's no better time than for us to write our 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 packet live on the air. Let's write it. Let's submit it. That's right. So this is to all the industry uh, uh, listening. This is our submission. I will not type this up. You can listen to this episode uh, and figure out whether you get the boost or not. I'm gonna pop this episode uh, into the mailbox of Worldwide Pants on a cassette. <laughs> They'll say, pop this in your ears, schmucko. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take this episode down and just drop it off at the uh, at the front desk of NBC. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> is like every old person gives you advice about, like, finding a job. It's just yes. like, you should just go down there with your resume and say, hey, I'm looking for work. You should be on SNL. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Should, you should be on SNL. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's sinking ship. <laughs> I'll oh. say this. I will watch when Adam Sandler hosts in a couple weeks. Oh, that'll be fun. Cannot wait. That'll be fun. Cannot wait. So here we go. First thing every sketch packet needs, a couple pages of monologue jokes. I'll throw out some headlines. We'll come up with a joke about Let's it. Let's riff them. Front page of USA Today. Over 200 killed as blasts rock churches and hotels in Sri Lanka on Easter Sunday. Okay, that's a headline. <laughs> so, yeah, so Jay Leno comes out. Yeah. And it's just like you guys, uh, you guys see that over two hundred people were killed as a blast rock churches and hotels in Sri Lanka on Easter Sunday. And then he says, uh, "I didn't know uh, 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 Beyonce was in town." 
That show is a blast, and it rocks. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, Jay Leno. Uh... Yeah. How, how about this? How about this? And uh, and uh, I, it, it was Easter, so uh, Jay Leno came back and was like, uh, "I came back for this." <laughs> oh. There we go. There we go. Here's another one. Next headline. Here's another one. Democrats may pursue Uh-oh. impeachments uh, impeachment against Trump uh, uh, after the Mueller report. Uh, uh, you see this? Uh, you see this? Did you see this? <laughs> you wandered off. <laughs> did did you did you? So so for, for the listeners just now, John went. You see this? And then turned his head and looked up at the sky. Just had a moment of uh, of confronting uh, my soul for this joke. When here <laughs> it is, uh, do you see this? Uh, the, the Democrats are going to think about impeaching Trump after the Mueller report, or as they're calling it, emblankment. The thing's redacted, folks. <laughs> do you see this? This thing's got more uh, black bars on it than... Uh, a, a barcode. That was a real first thing I could think of on that one. Huh? <laughs> hey, it, it, you know, it, it's gonna, it's gonna cut it <laughs> with some of these, uh, some of these, you know, you know what I'm saying? All right. So we got the monologue jokes down. Cool. There's our submissions for those. Two perfect uh, monologue jokes. Two perfect monologue jokes. Uh, uh, how about some desk bits? Desk bits. Yeah. You know, these, these are like, uh, um, this is, you know, industry talk for, like uh, Jimmy Fallon's thank you notes. It's when he does little funny things uh, when he's sitting down. Right, yeah, yeah. Conan, the master. The master of these. Sure. Satellite TV, that's genius. Yeah. Just a grab bag of, like, jokes. Just that's easy. all you need. You set them up, knock them that's down. That's all you need. So instead of uh, instead of thank you notes for these, uh, we got evites. Okay. Evites to events, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I got Jimmy Fallon just be like, I got one from the uh, Fire Festival 2. That's going to be fun, huh? <laughs> Fire Festival 2. Uh, yeah, Ja Rule says, trust me this time. I got this one. <laughs> Evites. Done. Yeah. All right, Evites. Evites. Boom, we got it. Well, there's our packet. <laughs> there's the packet. There's the packet. Let's get, let's get on it. Let's get on the late night show. Oh, my God. On the circuit. Uh, yes. You want to play more Bill Withers? Sure. We were playing Bill Withers earlier. Yeah. While we were, uh, while we were getting started. Love a chill Let's tune. take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back. Oh. When oh, and we're back. Hi, here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is Young Persons Radio. I'm your host, Colby Smith. John Hudson is here in the studio with me. Hello. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This was is... that was that my cue? Yeah, you just was say a little, cue? hey! Okay. okay. You, you want to cue me in again? I'll yeah, hit yeah, let's I'll hit do it. it. I'll be right on. Hey, everybody. This is Young Persons Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm your host, Colby Smith. John Hudson is here with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Much better. <laughs> Uh, I would like to remind everybody that uh, you can listen to Radio Free Brooklyn on the go. And the best way to do that on your run, in your car, etc. is to download the Radio Free Brooklyn app, a free app available wherever 
apps can be downloaded, including the Apple Store. That's where I download my apps. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Android. Can't, can't use that one. Don't have Google the right Play phone Store. for it. Uh, no matter phone. what your uh, uh, platform is, we've got an app for you. And you can also sign up for our newsletter, which is the best way to keep up to date with new programming, upcoming RFB events, interviews, ticket giveaways, special offers on RFB swag, and more. You can sign up for that newsletter at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash newsletter. And if you are enjoying yourself this morning, you can keep listening to Radio Free Brooklyn. We will be followed at 11 by Two Thumbs Undecided, the movie review show. Then at noon, the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie. And then at 1 p.m., Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. We have every possible base covered here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This and every talk show Sunday. But this, oh, this is Young Person's Radio, baby. Every base covered. Every base. So the bases are probably loaded then, right? Yeah, you could say. Because you're ready you could say to that get an out at any base. Yes. Yeah. Continuing uh, some of the sports talk that uh, we're set up by Fifth and Long this morning. Yeah. Which is, all, it's like, it's such a good show. It's like brand new. That's very They're cool. They're killing it right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. It's starting cool. hot. You watching these NBA fi- playoffs? It's not no, the I'll watch yet. the end of it when okay, it's yeah. the finals. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Are they good? Has it been good? It has. Yeah. You have a, do you have a team you're uh, or you just observe? No. Yeah. I, I like I like LeBron, but he's out of it. Yes, he's out. He's injured. Uh, mm. But also the Lakers didn't make the cut. No, they were bad, huh? They were, they you know, they didn't quite gel. I think is the uh, is the official sometimes, explanation. Sometimes you don't gel. But they were bad. You I mean, they gel. had a bad year. They had a bad year. They didn't gel. They didn't gel. You must gel. Are you gelling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hearing do, a Seinfeld bit on the gelling commercials would have been tight. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Gelling like a felon. Do I want some melon? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course I want melon. Who do would turn melon? down melon? You're, you don't have melon? You're just it's rhyming a, it? It's a hot day. I'm at a barbecue. I want melon. And my feet hurt. <laughs> <laughs> my feet hurt. <laughs> Who do you think is the hottest person on Seinfeld? Ooh. Regular cast, though? I would say including uh, recurring characters. Mm. I mean, it's it's got to be Elaine. <laughs> it's got to be Elaine. Who's the guy? Well, I mean, who's the guy who uh, who's always like, it's gold, Jerry. You know who I'm talking about? I don't know. I, I haven't watched enough oh Seinfeld. To know what the do you like, John? You don't like basketball. Mm. You don't like Seinfeld. Uh, mm. Those are the two things that Americans uh, have in common. I like soccer. I like the New York Mets, and I like Peep Show. Okay, That's there it. we go. There we go. There we go. You got a soccer show coming up? Uh, at some point. the the date The date is TBD at the okay, moment. Okay, yeah. Okay. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. But I have something coming up, which is hey. tonight. Oh. I'm hosting an improv comedy show at the Pit Loft called Improvised Spaghetti and Meatballs, which asks the question, we're all familiar with our favorite Italian dish, a nice spaghetti and meatball, but what if that dish was performed by some of New York City's top improvisers? Yes. And that's what this show will find out tonight. Who are some of the names we could see on this thing? <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> we're talking. Oh, we're talking. Uh, Josh Nasser. We're talking. Uh, Fallon Bowles. Uh, Amir Khan. What among others? Fallon Bowles. Yeah. Who was that? Uh, she, she's a person <laughs> in the comedy scene. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm sorry. I feel like I just didn't know who that is. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna nice. Be fun. And that's at the Pit Loft. 
Yes, and then Colby, Manhattan's gr- yes. People can see you oh, on on Tuesday night oh, at a little we place called Easy Lover. I knew we were going to get which to is this. a bar uh, right off the Grand Mel stop in a place where old Legion Bar used to be for all the Legion heads out there. Most of a new show there called the Comedy Influencer Show starting on Tuesday night, and your friend Colby Smith is going to be on it. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a nice time. We're bringing it back. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see uh, uh, the room. You know. Uh, how it works for for it's better. All right, I yeah. love it. Uh, I love yeah. it. This is conveniently located off the Graham Avenue L stop. Very convenient place. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. But that's all my plugs, Colby. Hey, we're getting the plugs out early. You know, usually uh, these the, the 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 I'd say the best practice, or maybe not even the best practice, the guideline that people have established is you do it at the end. You know, of course, but. Uh, people won't be listening to the people end. won't be listening to the end when you get to the end you're wrapping up you're trying to get out of here yeah it's like the the class is the bell has rung yep i want to get it out before yeah that's right well the attention spans are t- still high 718-928-9732 is our number that's 718-928-9732 i'll notice uh, i've noticed that uh, a certain uh Regular caller has not made his regular call. Uh-oh. You ever notice that? I have noticed that. You see this? You hear about this? I have noticed that. I've uh, noticed Ken that Keck, I think, called the show uh, uh, yet. Uh, uh, I guess this guy got captured. <laughs> must, have been, uh, must have been waylaid by some mercenaries or something. <laughs> Did you see? So, like, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. All right. I don't want to talk about the president. Yeah. It's okay. exhausting. Uh, but what I do want to talk about, uh, do you know who Steven Van Zant is? Uh, vaguely, is he related to Gus? Is Gus his brother? Ooh, no, I don't think so. Oh. I don't think they are related. Oh. Uh, but he, uh, uh, he is producing a new documentary about Asbury Park, New Jersey. Okay. And the, wow, it's like he heard me. Caller, you're on the air. Hey. There he is. Yeah. Hey, t- did you hear us begging right now for you to call? Yes, I did, and, and I'm calling in to talk about the president. <laughs> oh, oh, dang it. Uh, good morning, Hudson Hawk. Hey, Tim. The Hudson Hawk. Oh, I never get it back. It's so great to hear. I didn't know you liked it back. I don't do- know. I've never gotten it back before. And now, now it's weird. Now you you're never you like it back. You can never get it back. There you go. You're right. This is an important thing that we all learn. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel my instinct was I liked it. Now I feel kind of like taken advantage of. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to sleep on it. I guess see how I feel tomorrow. See how you feel. Okay, yeah. Well, Tim, uh, what's grinding your gears about the president? <laughs> I got to say, nothing. He's <laughs> doing an incredible job. Fair enough. You know what's criticize? You know what grinds my gears is that people have the balls to criticize this man. <laughs> you know what? Ooh. I'll say. <clears throat> I think what's great about talking about the about Trump now is that uh, you can just make up statistics about his approval rating in conversation. I've seen lots of people doing this in interviews. Like you can just cite completely made up numbers. You'd just be like, well, how bad a job could he be doing? 95% of his base agree. It's like you, there's no backup for this at all. There's like this, this can't, this statistic cannot be found 
anywhere online. And people are just going, it's unbelievable. So much of his base, 95% of people who voted for him can't get enough of this guy. That's too much or not enough, depending on who you're talking to. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I definitely knew, I knew a lot of people who voted for him. uh, And I knew a lot of people who voted for him because they're Republicans. That's what Republicans do. They vote for Republicans. Yep. Um, But none of them are like excited about him. You know, it's right. different if you like voted for him as opposed to if you're like, I'm voting for him, you know, mm-hmm. buying a hat and like casting a vote are two different things in my mind. Yeah. Uh, and one feels way, way worse. Right? Yes. Yes. Buying hats are as bad in general, I would say. <laughs> oh, Hudson's really? coming out as... I love a hat. It's summer. You got to protect your face. Anti-hat. Get the sun off that bad boy. You're right. I kind of like hats. I just, I don't know. I find it hard to get a baseball hat that I, I feel like I like wearing. Mm. Me too. You just have well, to even, find the right hat. I think that's it. I have to find Should the right hat. Should we make the back half of this show fashion advice for men? Ooh. Yes. I'm what do you think? Got to answer. Okay. What? What's? Just, let's let's kick it off. Tim, Only let me ask one you a genuine. <laughs> find one shirt you like and buy all the colors. That's <laughs> Here's my a genuine question to you, Tim, and John as well. Jesus. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on clear frames for glasses. You seen these? You hear about these? I think the ship has passed. You think it's gone? I actually made a... This is actually very funny you bring this up, Colby, because I made a social media post about this a couple of years ago, uh, which is that... <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> very timely. Yeah. <laughs> I posted about this. It's actually funny you bring this up because I was thinking about it a decade ago. Yeah. This is something that was on my mind back in the summer of 2017. It's funny you bring this up because I also have once thought about it in the past. <laughs> Tim, is this tracking? Frankie brought this up because I have a hot take on the JFK <laughs> There it is. There's the button. Can I tell my story? Hell yeah, baby. Of course. <laughs> of course. Sorry, we interrupted John. So I, I said two years ago right. that if you don't have clear frame glasses now, too bad, buddy. You mm. missed the boat. And you were proven right by time. I think so. Yeah. I think they're, I mean, I think they look cool, but if you're getting them now, it's like, uh, excuse me? Well, I do remember, I remember when they first burst on the scene, uh, and, uh, I was like, if I saw, if I saw someone in them, I was like, oh, look who's fun. Yes. But now it's like, okay, you made a choice. Yeah. Okay. You're doing this. All right. They're a little, they're a little normalized. Yeah. yeah. You know, they don't have the that cool hurt. thing. Uh, I was told I look good in, in, uh, clear frames. I never got them, but I was always like, you know what? When I need a change, I'll get clear frames. Who told you this? Someone at Warby Parker? Thing. Yeah. Really? You what? Who told you this? Someone <laughs> at Warby Parker? No, it was like one of those things in the bar where somebody shows up with clear frames, uh, and they're like, let's check out my clear frames, and everyone's like, let me try on your clear oh, frames. Oh, yeah. And I was like the consensus, like, whoa, Tim would look great with with clear frames. Uh-huh. Which is like, so what do I look like now? Trash? <laughs> yes. You got to change up those frames. Dude, my frames are a problem. I feel like they're really holding me back in my everyday life. Oh, oh, like I'm trying oh to get really? <laughs> I was being sarcastic, but uh, do you really feel that? Uh, no, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's go. I was also shopping. being sarcastic, and now <laughs> let's go glasses. Let's shopping. go to Warby Parker, which is, in my opinion, the most sexual place in New York City. Oh, you? I feel like you've talked about have, this before. I have this take. Yeah, it, it's it's a very strange space that I I don't like to be in for too much. Yeah. Well, what is it? What What about it is sexual for you? Um, everyone there is like librarian attractive, 
and which is the hottest kind. Of course. Uh there's mirrors everywhere. Everyone's like kind of engaging with their physical appearance in a mm-hmm. way. Like they're trying to look good. And all the the attendants there are helping you try glasses on. They're always like, Oh, that looks great. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That so what great. I'm hearing from you is uh compliments to you uh, uh, make you horny. Yes, but that is not the crux of why Warby Parker is um, a, an erogenous zone of New York City. Uh, it's something about the atmosphere. It's like the music, the lighting, like the it, bright lights. It's it's the type of place you don't expect until you walk in. You walk in, you're like, oh, weird. Okay, there's a like a tension here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's not like something titillating uh, no. for me. As a consumer, hey, you don't it's just get like, that from other places. Yo, you definitely don't get you it know, from like I've never, clothing I've never stores. I went to go buy jeans, and someone's been like, "I grabbed three. Let's try." Them. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And do a little fashion show for the employees there. <laughs> That's the dream. I mean, honestly, but <laughs> yeah. And they just like clap after everyone. They're like, we we see people try on clothes a lot, but you you know how to wear those pants. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, sorry. I poured milk in my live cereal right before I called, and I'm on a ticking time bomb, so I've been like ah. muting the chew. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's just going to get soggy. That's a dangerous real fast. game. That's a dangerous game. Yeah, it was, it was really know. miscalculated on my part. Yeah. Are, we, are we done writing jokes? Are we going to write some jokes? Oh, you want to? Let's get them in. Let's yeah. get them on our you want me writing to throw team. Jokes. You want me to throw you some headlines? You want to do some monologue jokes? Sure, we can do that. Okay. Here's, uh, um, here's, here's one. Gavin DeGraw face-planted after performing the national anthem at Game 5 between the Predators and Stars this weekend. It's a hockey game, oh apparently. Gavin DeGraw face-plants after national anthem before Game 5 between Predators and Stars. Sounds like he was playing on a third team, the Klutzes. <laughs> oh, boy. I was just picturing like a meme of him like falling face first into mud, and then they're like, he thought they were the it was like real predator or something. Uh huh. Oh sure. Yeah, like he was like he was diving to cover himself up from mud. So that's the heat sensors and the predator. <laughs> predator yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. He thought a predator was after this star, aka himself. That's yeah. a reach. Yeah, that's a reach. Yeah, man, this is a tough one. You need him saying that one. He says, like, this star and, like, gives the thumbs to himself. Yeah, you get him on. You get him on for a bit on this one. (laughs) The headline in USA Today is just, oops. Oops. (laughs) Uh, Here we go. Here's another one. Here's another one for you, Tim. McDonald's. McDonald's. You see this? this? McDonald's has cut its premium sandwich line. Signature crafted recipes after. Well, that doesn't make any sense. The signature crafted recipes sandwich has been cut at McDonald's. Well, I think you got to say something like um, McDonald's cut their premium sandwich line a hundred years ago. (laughs) I don't get it. What do you mean? Like they've never had one. Oh, oh, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I don't know. Then, then the delivery's wrong. Then, you know, but there's a structuring of that where it's like they finally cut their premium sandwich line. Uh, from a local man in Brooklyn. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. yeah. When he heard this, 
Local man said, yeah, yeah. He said, what? Yeah. That's 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 a good punchline for any joke. So here we go. Here's the- <laughs> that's what I said on Secretly, you know, when you got a headline and you can't throw out the ending. Yeah. So here we go. Here's a fun. This is a fun one that would definitely be on a late night show. For 420, Ben and Jerry's is giving away free ice cream to people who buy pot legally in Vermont. Uh, ben and Jerry's bankrupted by insane. <laughs> 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 there it is. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh, I love it. Tim, you got Boy, this it. This is fun, guys, and it shows just how easy comedy is. Tim, stay on the phone. Especially in late night. Stay, Tim, stay on the phone for this. There's some, somebody's somebody's like coming through the somebody's like coming through the studio right now. And I'm trying to make out who it is. There's like a big group of people. Uh, and it's, oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. It's Jimmy Buffett. Whoa. And the Coral Reefer Band. <laughs> Tim, you can hear this, right? They're playing. In the, yeah. They're playing in the building. This is crazy. It's going to blow. You know what that means. It's going to blow. There's a bomb in the building? There's a volcano in the building. I don't know. Get it, Uncle John. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go in the volcano. Let me hear ya. I don't know. Let's do it again. Up on the lawn. I don't know. Up in the front. I don't know where I'm going to go in the volcano. I can't hear you, John. Is that a euphemism? Oh, yeah. Okay. His peen. Well, he doesn't know where he's gonna go. Nope. Uh oh. But he can't stay there. <laughs> so we start off with just regular volcano, and then we get into the lewd puns here in a second. But not before another chorus. Hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go. Hey James, she makes he makes him call him James. James, which I think is great. Call me James. That's sweet. <laughs> you make him call you Timothy when you go on dates, Tim. Always, because I'm looking for a mother figure. <laughs> I've thought about going back to Jonathan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you should. You yeah. should. Oh shit. <laughs> You should 100% go back to Jonathan yeah. all the time. Jonathan Dang. Hudson. Right, has got a nice ring to it. Joins us. Yeah. Bing. But you just got a great last name. Bong. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's, it's versatile. An awesome last name that I love. And I'm uh, just going to keep calling you Hudson. Tim, you know I love it. Bingo, I hope bong. you do. <laughs> Mr. Ugly Solo. Your time two counts. What time? Four. Tim, you still there? Yep. Word. Can you hear this? Yeah. Tim, can you hear this? Can you hear me? You like this? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. I want you to belt it. The next chorus is coming in a second. Here it comes. Here it comes. Don't know. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go with the volcano. <laughs> I don't know if it's the delay good. on the line, but good. it was like, 
It was like so off the beat. It was perfect. <laughs> Let's say it's the oh. Well, Tim, I love you, buddy. All right. Love well, you guys. Stay classy. Don't get into trouble. Uh, he has risen. Any, uh, well, is that, I was going to ask if there were any parting words, but maybe that's it. I think that's it. Maybe he has risen is it. Close your mind. Go to church today. Uh, kiss your families. Uh, wait for our Lord to come back. I predict he'll be back soon. And, any uh, day now. Wait, wait, what? Any you, day now. <laughs> you predict he'll be back soon? He's coming back, and if you have sinned, he will come, and he will know you, and he will extract the justice that the, uh, you know, the, the people who cannot. It's going to be like uh, Boondock Saints. <laughs> Yes, I in fact think that it's going to be very much like Boondock Saints. What if Jesus was Irish? Place on Easter. Oh, what if? I'm Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm bloody Jesus. And then just start shooting everybody. I mean, yeah. I've got a very particular is, uh, set of skills, you know, turning water into place, wine. But as far as my writing packet, I now have a, uh, you know, a spec script from uh, a movie called uh, Jesus with a Gun. And it's him coming back, <laughs> Boondock Saints style and murdering a bunch of people. So, um We've got that to think about. Reflect. Good luck finding eggs. Jesus and, uh, with a gun. Jesus with a gun. Him out. Bye. Bye. That's there fun. he goes. That's fun. There he goes. Always good to have Tim on the horn. Tim Keck. Oh, the best. The best guy. John, we got the last couple minutes of the show. Let's close it out strong. Yeah, yeah. What do you what's what are you looking forward to this spring? Because you are oh. you're a you're a summer man. I'm a summer man. I love, you love, I love wearing shorts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What what's love running around. What's what's getting you what's getting you out of bed these days? Uh well it's gonna be being outside. Yes. To be honest. I love doing some being outside. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do some walking around, running around. Yeah. Some hanging out. Um yeah, it's as, really as simple as that. Okay. Uh, I'm just excited for it to be nice every day. And, ooh, to take some Sunday naps with the window open and baseball on the radio. Oh, my God. Oh, that sounds incredible. Isn't that the best? Yeah. In fact, I might do that today. A Sunday nap. It's there's, the perfect There's a ball day game on at 1 p.m. The weather's great. Ooh, who are they playing? The Mets are playing the Cardinals. Oh, my God. You open that window. You're, You're in Greenpoint. Yeah. You can just... Vaguely smell the wafts of grilled hot dogs coming from the stadium. Is it a home game? No, it's away. Son of a bitch. This thing just fell apart. But those smells, they'll travel all the way up from St. Louis, Missouri. That's <laughs> Man, those smells, those smells will travel all the way up from St. Louis. Can't be stopped. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the uh man with the largest nose in America character. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I've been, I've been smelling a lot of smells in my time, and this, the smell I'm getting right now, that's a, that's called the Florida Shuffle. This and, is a Sam Elliott character, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just with a huge, huge yeah, ass schnoz. You son of a bitch. He's got the nose from uh, Double Dare Two Thousand that they hide flags in. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see A Star Is Born? No, I almost. What was the it best movie flight. you saw in 2018? Ooh. Um, can I look at my list? Yeah. Keep a list of all the movies I see in a year. So that way I know. Binging, boom, ba, bing, bong, bong, loading, loading notes. What if you had someone who was like, every time they open their notes, they're like, sorry, it's going to take time for my notes to load. I just have like a lot of notes. Oh, yeah. So like so many. Dude, people have so many notes. Um, it's the new open tabs. Yeah. Just so many notes. 
Uh, well, Phantom Thread technically counts because I saw it. You saw it, it was in the first movie I saw in 2018. Okay, yeah. Um, but I would say Sorry to Bother You or Eighth Grade, I probably enjoyed nice. the most. Nice. I like also saw New Jack City for the first time, which blew my mind. Nice. New Jack City. Yeah. Some new, we need some New Jack cops for a New Jack City. <laughs> it's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Can I share my favorite line from it? Absolutely. It's a little inappropriate. Yeah. Ice T is beating up Wesley Snipes at the end, uh-huh. beating up him up in front of every in the entire town to send yeah. a message that dealing drugs is wrong, and he's beating the crap out of him. Yeah, and of course he's he's a New Jack cop, so he does things a little different. Sure, and he like throws him down. Yeah, and he pulls out his gun and he points it in Wesley Snipes' face, and everyone's like, "Oh!" And Ice T goes, "I want to shoot you so bad, my dick is hard." <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> And it's like, Everyone just uh, kind of stops. <laughs> what? Whoa, ice! Uh, <laughs> it's a wide shot. You just see like his his little his little boner poking out, poking out of his joggers. <laughs> like, whoa! Oh, okay. <laughs> Everyone just kind of backs away. Does he do it? Does he shoot him? No, he okay. doesn't do it. All right, because it's like it's not worth it. Right. He got blue balled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fine, I won't shoot you, but what are we going to do about my dick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a great line. Well, John, people can find you uh, tonight at the Pit Loft. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then on Tuesday at Easy Lover, yeah. where I will also be. That's going to be a really good time. Uh, any other any other parting thoughts? You can check me out on Twitter. It's at John Hudson. I want to give a shout out to my fantasy baseball team, which is doing pretty well this okay. season. I want to give a shout out to the Cape Bod softball team, All right. who's off to an 0-1 start after a 9-8 loss but we got a long season and we're gonna have a good time so yes that's really all i gotta say colby nice. and you know what i'll add a little thing on which is a thank you oh wow a thank you for having me on a thank you for being a friend <laughs> well, it's my pleasure you make it easy you make it easy did you listen to gary goldman's the, the good one podcast that jesse david fox no had? He tells this joke that I'm going to just recite now. Please, uh, I love me some Goldman. This is for this is for Passover. Uh, he's, this is his favorite street joke. It's two Jews are facing the firing squad, and one says to the gunman, "Can I get a blindfold or something?" And the uh, the other one says, "Maury, don't make trouble." <laughs> Bye. Spend a week in a dusty.